You're listening to the Touch of Flavor podcast, episode 127. You're talking about putting your fuck parts in my head where my brain lives. You know, in nature, only a handful of creatures mate for life. But isn't that like cheating? We can't do this 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Why not? The safety word is banana. It is so refreshing to be with someone who likes to fuck outside the box. This is the Touch of Flavor podcast. Dating and relationship advice by kinksters for kinksters. Join us as we tackle BDSM, sex, non-monogamy, and how to build extraordinary relationships in an ordinary world. And now your hosts, Cassie and Rigel. Wow. It was... Uh... Very like distinct numbers there. Well, I mean, yeah, I want people to know what number it is. Okay. Very, it's very important. Very important I, to know what number it is. Okay, man. Just like it's really important to know exactly what size space you need on a floor. Wow, way to wrap that in. <laughs> We're like, what are we going to talk about during the host chat? And Cassie just like pulled that right in. So, okay. So some of you have heard that a while back, we kind of changed our living space situation around a bit, Mm -hmm. which is partially facilitated by the fact that Josh is now sleeping in a closet instead of a bedroom. It's fine. It's a big closet. And Are you really okay, though? Are you fine? I mean, I'm okay. I mean, you didn't put me there without asking. Although, honestly, if you did, I probably would be more okay with it. Um, So, with that, (laughs) what was our bedroom before is now the dungeon the dungeon yes sweet pretty nice so you know when we did this and we turned the bedroom into a dungeon which was six months ago now something like that four or five yeah we were like look one of our favorite kinds of play is like consensual non-consent and grappling and rough just, body play just tearing people up really like grappling that's- punching all the awesome Body stuff. The body stuff. The body stuff. Yeah. Both, well, on my end, receiving. And then for both of us, the giving. Yes, I like to give it a lot. Right. And as fun as it is to take people and drag them across wooden floors, which is fun. Don't get me wrong. That's really what you want to do. Under the right circumstances. That's fun. Really seen it turn people on. You can definitely do that. You can also do it on grass, although... Sometimes that works great. Sometimes people have allergic reactions to grass. It really depends. But we were like, okay, we have this dungeon. And we were going to splurge for ourselves a little bit when we had a chance. And we went and got a mat. We wanted to get a wrestling mat. So this has been like the plan. Like this is like when we're out at scene events, like probably our most used piece of equipment is a wrestling mat. Yep. It definitely is. Especially when we're co-topping. Right. It is It is one of my faves. Some of you know. So beginning of the year, we were like, cool, like end of the first few months, we're going to go ahead and get ourselves a wrestling mat. That's like our treat to ourselves, treat to ourselves this, yeah. this beginning of the year. Yeah. We went into the room and we like, you know, did some measuring and stuff. And we're like, okay, let's, let's get a mat. And there was two sizes. And we were like, well, the double mat size seems like... It's going to be way too big. 
So when you're getting wrestling mats, okay, and I didn't know this, which is hilarious because I did wrestle in high school, but I still didn't know this. When you're getting wrestling mats, they're 10 feet long, and then you either can get them in a five foot width or a standard wrestling mat size. So like when you go out to a scene event and you see like a wrestling mat, a standard wrestling mat size is two five foot width. So it's 10 by 10. Yeah, well, we decided to get the half, and that worked out well. Half as good as what 10 would have been. So we're going to have to. <laughs> well, we got it. It was so funny. So we got it. Get a and new it one. came, and we're like, sweet. And we pulled it out, and we looked at it, and we said, well, that looks like about half the space we want to wreck somebody on. Yes. It's about half the space that I need to really, really do the things I want to do. Because it's narrow, right? It's not. It's the problem it's is it's, skinny. It's, it's it's skinny. Yeah, it's it's the the aspect ratio, like so to speak, is all jacked. If you want to roll a pretty and like keep her legs hanging off and just tackle the top of her, it'd be fine. But like if you're trying to have full body coverage of wrecking somebody, that ain't gonna do it. Which I kind of feel takes away the whole mat thing. Because if I'm gonna wreck somebody and bust them up, I'm just gonna do it on the floor. I'm not gonna do it on the mat. Well. Like the whole okay. mat. If is- you're going to rack somebody up on a floor, you're just going to do it on a floor. Yes. Because you can rack somebody on a mat. But if you're going to rack somebody up on a floor, you're going to do it on a floor, not half on a floor and half on a mat. Yeah, that's because like it's it's the worst of both worlds, right? It's like, oh, I'm cushioning you enough just to get messed up on the mat. Like not to get messed up on the mat. Why? No, if you're gonna if you're gonna do the floor thing, commit. Commit to the floor. And if you're gonna do the mat thing, then have there be a mat the whole time. Like, it just wasn't going to work. Well, uh, now to be fair though, see, part of the reason is obviously 10 by 10 is pretty sizable. And we were like, if we put that in our dungeon, we're... Not going to have much room. Yeah, I mean, the, the fortunate thing is that it, the dungeon is a reasonable size because that's just how this weird-ass house worked out is this one room is large. Um, but, I mean, we still weren't going to have much room left at the end of the day. And, but what we didn't realize, and I didn't realize is like when you get these kinds of mats that are like actually made for like home use, they feel like a normal mat, but they're made to actually like roll up into a small space and put away and not have to sit out. Which Which, is awesome. Which is awesome. But I think that was the thing for us is we were like, oh, so you mean we can just have two of these? And just roll them up. And just roll them up. Yeah. And we're not going to lose all this space in the dungeon. And then when we mess somebody up, we can have the room to mess somebody up. And like you said, commit messing them up. You can just throw somebody harder on a map than a floor. That's just why it's there. And also, you know, I don't want the bottoms to hear this part. But like... It's easier on your knees. It's easier on my knees. Like, I can kick you just as hard. Like... While I'm on a mat, as if you're on the ground, like it's easier on me. It's easier on my toes. It's easier when like they struggle and I get bounced around. Like I can do a lot of damage to that person and they can't do as much back to me. So like. No, that's just your knees when you're. Well, that's a whole other story. It's, It's good also if you're deciding to ride somebody or like face fuck somebody like Having a mat to put your knees on while you're riding somebody or you're face fucking somebody, yes. Doing that shit on hardwood floors, that's a lot, man. That's a lot. I'm, I mean, I've done it. I've done it. I have 
And these are actually a little rougher than hard floors. They're not actually hardwood floors. They're like that laminate. Yeah, it's so they're actually it, a little rougher. They also have like uh like like what is that called when it's like grady like That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah they got like fake grain in them, so they're kind of like Yeah textured. Textured, that's the word I was looking for. But I've done it because I didn't want to like, you know, I don't want to let anybody down, you know. Somebody's going into things, you know, wanting their face fucked or, you know, wanting me to ride them really hard. I wasn't gonna let them down, but a mat would make that a lot better. So now well, and here's the bad part, right? Like, even though, like, you know, from one company, though, the half mat is not really the same thing as one half of a full mat because the full mats are made to connect. And yeah, granted, like, you can get, like, two that aren't made to connect and then do it with, like, wrestling tape, like you would if you're wrestling, but then you're kind of, like, destroying the whole, like, it's easy to set up and take down things. So mm-hmm. we've got to gotta return that. Back. But yay for Amazon and being able to return shit. Yes. So... I'm super excited because then we're going to have a big mat and I can fuck you up on it. So, without further ado. As we mentioned a couple things ago, and the world's getting vaccinated. So, yes. Co topping. Yes. Yes. Now, here's my question. All right. This was a great topic. I love this. I love that we're talking about this. How the fuck are you planning on wrapping this around to the topic of the episode? Oh my, give me like 10 seconds to put this together. So, the thing is that. (laughs) Just go with it, folks. Cassie's amazing at this. (laughs) Now you're putting pressure on me. But I am. You do it all the time. I do it all the time. And speaking of time, right? I do it all the (laughs) time. I mean. Seriously, I just did it there. But having the mats, I can't do it now. You just Speaking of up. time. Speaking of time, let's just hop into the episode. Hello, hello, everybody. Hope you're having an amazing, I don't even know what day it is now, Tuesday? I think it's Tuesday. It's Tuesday all day. Tuesday all day. Hope you're having an amazing Tuesday all day. Mm-hmm. So... We're going to go ahead and hop in, and Cassie, I know you have a, uh, <laughs> I know you have a, a topic that you want to talk about tonight. Yeah, just because I, you know, we, we see these things that pop up all the time, right? And when we see them over and over again, then it's like, ah, this might be something really good to, like, put out for everybody to, like, listen to and take in. Yeah, this is one of the cool things, honestly, about talking to so many people, right? So we have the Facebook group. And for those who aren't in the Facebook group, you should join. And I mean, the Facebook group, you know, we've got like 11,000 people in there. And then we talked up, you know, even besides our our clients, right? We talked to hundreds and hundreds of people a year, like one-on-one about their relationships. And one of the cool things about doing that, right, is we really get to get like a really unique perspective on what's going on in people's relationships, what they think is going on in their relationships and where people are stuck. And I know this is a, this is a topic you've been wanting to address because you've seen quite a few people hit this over the last bit. Oh, yeah. And, you know, when we have folks join our Facebook group, like we often ask, like, what's the biggest challenge, right? So one of the biggest challenges we see folks talk about is this idea of not having enough time, right? Like if there was just enough time, their relationship would be better, right? That if... Uh, we put more time into us, things would be better. 
And I just want to clarify this too, right? Because it isn't that the problem in our relationship, like the only problem is that we don't have time together, right? It is, this is going on and this is going on and we're arguing and we feel disconnected and we're not on the same team and also like we can't decide, like agree on how we're doing non-monogamy and the reason that's happening is because we don't spend enough time together. So it isn't, just to be clear, like what Cassie's talking about and what we're talking about here, this isn't like, oh, our relationship is absolutely amazing and the only thing that would make it better is if we were spending more time together. We're at like a 9.45 and just to like drive us to a 10, having a little bit more time together. Right. That isn't the case. That isn't the case. What we're talking about though is when we talk to people, and maybe you're one of these people, right, where they're having challenges in their relationship, they're arguing, they're feeling disconnected, they're not on the same page as far as their agreements, they're feeling like one person's taking too much responsibility for like the day to day, right? Um, You know, they don't feel heard, they don't feel loved. Um, And the reason that they think that they're there is because they're not spending enough time together. So that's what we want to tackle today, right? And, and the, the challenge is, number one, that's just not true, right? Um, I mean, I'll let you kind of go in, right? I know you're more running this show. Yeah, well, I mean, the big thing is, is that I, I just want to like, I want a sidestep for just a second and say, if this is a thought that you've had, right? Like, We're not saying like, you know, why the hell, why the hell do you have this thought? Like, this is something that is ingrained, right? Like you go to counselors and they're like, well, make sure you get more time. You talk to your friends and they're like, oh, you should be spending more time together. Put more time on the calendar. Have you been having date nights? Have you been having date nights? Like that is like the first question that you hear when you have problems. So the fact that you've come to this place where you're like, ah, if I just keep putting time in, things will get better. There's a reason, right? And it's understandable, but it's just not accurate. And here's the problem with this. You know, if, yeah, like if your relationship's great and you're just not spending enough time together, then absolutely spending more time together is great advice. But when you're in a situation, like most of the people we hear this from, because let's be honest for a minute. As a general rule, if your relationship is awesome, if you really enjoy spending time around each other, if like when you are sitting together, you're engaged, you're present, like you're on the same team, you're feeling that connection and spark, like you're having amazing intimacy time, like your intimacy is on point, you're gonna find time together. I'm not saying it's gonna be easy, but you're gonna find time to spend together for the most part. I had a job where I worked like 600 hours of overtime a year. And for he's a while. not joking. I, I'm not oh, joking, or, or literally. Like when I had to take family medical leave because of Cassie's health stuff, and they looked up my overtime because they have to look up how many hours that you work to see if you qualify, they were like, this can't be right. And I was like, oh, yes, it is. <laughs> you clearly don't understand what I do. And I'm not going to say it wasn't hard to find time, it was hard. But guess what? We found time. When? our relationship was good. And when our relationship was bad, guess what? We didn't find time. So the truth of the matter is, if your relationship is great, generally you're gonna find the time. When you're in a spot though, 
where your relationship is suffering and now you're spending more time together, more time now turns into more time arguing. Like how many of you have been there? Oh, I don't have my, my little thing up. Like how many of you have been there? How many of you have been in the spot where like you've spent more time together so now you get more time to yell at each other or you get more time together so now you get to try and do things and then spend the rest of the day in two separate rooms because you can't stand each other and stuff went south or you get more time together and now you're sitting on opposite sides of the room on your phone feeling totally alone. Honestly, like when you're in a place of your relationship struggling and those problems aren't being addressed, spending more time together in a lot of ways is just giving more opportunities for things to go wrong and to feel bad and lonely. Yeah, and don't get us wrong, right? Like I'm not saying like, oh, don't spend time with your partner. I just wanna throw that out there. Like we should all try to spend time with our partners. But this idea that just throwing more time after bad is awful advice. Is, is, is awful advice. And there's a couple of reasons, right, why this whole idea of, of time is faulty, right? Like, first of all, how many folks have been in situations where, like, we, we I'll, I'll back it up for a second, say this, we, our, our perception of time is, is kind of faulty to begin with, right? Like, how many times have you been on a vacation and it has felt amazing. And maybe it was only a day and a half. And you felt like that time with your partner was so much. It felt like you accomplished so much in two days, right? You went away Friday, Saturday, you came back Sunday, and you've gotten so far. How many times have you been together and you've been arguing and an hour's felt like, and a day's felt like a week? On the flip side of that, right? Like our perception of time, first of all, isn't accurate, but the quality of the time that we spend impacts how we view that time, right? And that's one of the reasons why this is, is, is such a problem when we start having this idea that, well, if we just keep spending more time is because we end up a lot of times feeding that idea of uh, the time being negative and it not feeling good and it feeling like we didn't have time even though maybe we had hours and hours and hours together. Here's the thing that I want you to understand. And, you know, I'm always down for like finding examples to compare to things in our own lives. How many of you know people who have really busy jobs, really busy lives? Maybe, you know, I, I like looking at this for like people who travel. Like, who do you know who like maybe they travel a lot for their job? Or, you know, you have a couple who like they have a newer kid and, you know, that eats all the, all the time up right? And they don't get a lot of time together, but they have an amazing relationship. Like who do you know like that in your own life? We all know people. Is it a friend? Is it a relative? Is it somebody in your social circle? Is it, uh, I mean, who do you know who has a busy life? Because we all have busy lives, but who has a particularly busy life or is particularly time constrained and they still have an amazing relationship. I want you to like think of that person in your head. And then, and this example got a lot easier during COVID, <laughs> I want you to think of people who are around each other all the time. How many people do you know who with COVID wound up both either working from home or maybe one person was working from home and the other person wasn't working or whatever, and they wound up spending 
not only all their time around each other, but actually having a lot of time, right? Because most people, when they're working from home, they don't wind up working as much or they're not commuting. So how many people do you know, especially with COVID, who have spent a shit ton of time around each other and yet their relationship sucks? Hell, maybe, maybe, and we found this to be true for a lot of people during COVID and even a lot of our clients when they were coming to us, maybe their relationship sucks more now that they're around each other all the time. When you look at that, it's really easy to see that this clearly isn't about just spending time together. Because if it was, the COVID people, right, those people or the people around each other all the time would have amazing relationships. And the people who are traveling or having new kids or whatever, their relationships would all uniformly suck. But that's just obviously not the case. So you have to ask yourself, is it really true that more time just automatically makes a better relationship? And the answer is clearly no. So now that we kind of got that myth busting out of the way, what's the problem with this, right? Because I know a lot of folks might be sitting there and going, well, like spending, you know, more time, that sounds good, this, that, and the other. And, you know, why is it, why is it such a big deal to know that this isn't true? Like, what's the problem with, you know, subscribing to that idea? And the problem with that is that we start ignoring what the real problems are. We stop focusing on what's actually not working. Well, and I'd add in there, so that's definitely one. And I mean, I, I'll let you talk more about that because I can't, you can't overstate the importance of not working on the real problems. But the second piece that I want to throw in here, and we've mentioned it kind of vaguely, but I really want to point it out. And this is why this can be awful advice, spend more time together, right? Because the truth of the matter is, when your relationship is rocky, when it's to a certain point of rocky, right? Spending more time together often winds up feeling worse and causing more problems. Like I said, like if you, when you're around each other, you argue and now you're spending more time around each other and arguing more, that's actually driving your relationship further down. If I'm spending a lot of time around Cassie and I'm feeling lonely, guess what? My relationship's getting worse now because now I'm feeling hopeless. Like why do I feel lonely with all this time we're spending together? This is that whole COVID phenomena. Yeah. And you know, one of the things that we've saw during COVID or, you know, COVID's still going on, but especially in the beginning is it speeds up. Spending a lot of time with someone mm. speeds things up. If you're spending a lot of time and it's amazing, we start, our relationships start to escalate more. People want to move in with each other, right? When things are bad, they escalate quicker, right? Because the more time we're spending, the more negative energy is happening, the more negative interactions are building, the more we think things are going to go poorly, and it keeps building on itself. So in fact, giving more time when things are going poorly is actually speeding up the process of people losing patience. If every time we're spending time together and we're spending a lot of it together, it's going poorly, my patience for being able to deal with poor situations is going to keep getting worse and worse and worse. And it is this vicious cycle, right? Because as Cassie said, and then the real problems aren't getting fixed. And so the real problems aren't getting fixed because you're just being told to spend more time together, right? And that that'll fix the problems. And this is especially true around connection, right? Like this is especially like people say this for everything, but you'll especially hear this around connection. Like you're feeling disconnected, you're feeling lonely. Oh, just spend more time together. Like that magically fixes it and it doesn't. And so, like I said, you wind up in this cycle where on the one hand, you're not actually addressing the real problems. So things are kind of naturally getting worse because right relationships, inertia, our relationships are always trending up or trending down. They're never staying stagnant. 
right? They're always moving in one direction or another. So when we're not fixing the problems, they're getting worse. But then as Cassie said, again, we're accelerating it and making it more of a challenge and making it hurt more day to day by then now spending that time together. And like I said, or more arguing or feeling more distance or whatever the case may be. Also, I want to throw out here, it is impossible to stress enough the challenge of ignoring the real problems. Because when you ignore the real problems, I mean, as I said, things get worse. And a lot of times they get worse faster or in areas that we don't expect. Um, and, and now we're scrambling, trying to figure out, oh, like we don't even, not only like are things like really bad now, but we don't even actually know what's wrong. So it's really critical not to fall into this trap of just we're going to spend more time together and never actually getting a grasp on what's actually going on underneath the surface of these problems. Yeah, because the thing is, is that, you know, if you're feeling unloved, if you're feeling not valued, if you're feeling not connected, there's a reason. There's something going on. And yes, like I would say if you're feeling a little lonely because you haven't seen your partner in a couple days, that's one thing, right? But if you're consistently in your relationship feeling unloved, feeling disconnected, feeling like you're not on the same team, there's something more there than just not having the time, right? And so really what we're talking about, right, is the thing that is more important than the amount or the quantity of time is that quality of the time. And the only way you have good quality time with your partner is if your relationship is in a place for you to have quality time, for it to be good time together. Because it's really tempting right now, right, to ask the question, okay, so if it's not time, what's the real problem? And the answer is, we don't know. (laughs) Like, sitting here, honestly, you know, sitting here not actually talking to you, we don't know, and you don't know, and that's the problem. Because it could be a lot of things. You know, we like to talk about connection as a meta skill. Connection to us, the way we think about connection Connection is the fruit that you get. Wow, God, that sounded so religious, and that's definitely not where we live. It is, connection is the benefit that you get to enjoy. I was going to say, like, the treat that you get. Yeah, sure, there you go. Connection is the treat that you get, or the benefit that you get to enjoy, when your relationships as a whole are going well. This is why we talk about connection as a meta skill, right? Because one of the first places that any problem in our relationship shows up is in our connection. If you listen to us before, you know that like when I'm trying to gauge somebody's relationship, one of the first questions I like to ask is if you're to like on a scale of one to 10 right now, put your connection with your partner on that scale, right? Where 10 is the best it's ever been. And one is not, I hate you, but I feel more like a roommate than a partner. What level is that? For some of you, that's a question, right? And how long has it been since that? That's at like an eight, nine or 10. And if I really want to get deep on it, I'll ask them how connected they are to their other partners. And sometimes you get some really uncomfortable answers, right? But the point is, you know, connection, it's a place that one of the first places that, that things in our relationship show up. That's why it's, it's really a barometer at the end of the day, right, of the rest of our relationships. 
it could be anything. Maybe you don't know how to communicate, so you're arguing. And that's why your time together sucks. Maybe you two have grown really far apart. And that's why time together sucks. Maybe you're approaching things like not on the same team. So you feel alone even when you're going through the same struggles. Yeah, I was going to say, maybe you're in a place where you feel like you're not appreciated or valued because your partner hasn't, you know, made you a priority or listened to you. You don't feel heard, right? Any of those things. Maybe you're feeling resentful because you're, you know, like you don't feel like your partner is pulling their weight or, or you're in a position where you feel like you're not able to be yourself. Maybe you don't feel secure about the relationship. This is, this is the one that a lot of people miss and I, I will pull it back here because we could go on like this forever. <laughs> but when you aren't confident in the future of the relationship because of, of problems going on, when you don't know what the future looks like, you automatically start to withdraw to protect yourself. It's impossible not to. It's a defense mechanism, right? If I don't know where we're going to be six months down the road, I'm only going to be able to invest emotionally so much in this relationship. I'm going to intentionally pull away and create distance to protect myself in case that happens. So this is the problem. This is really the whole problem at the end of the day. We can't answer that question for you sitting here of, well, if, if the problem isn't that we're not spending time together, what's the real problem? Because it could be anything. Very true. So if you're sitting here and you're saying, well, maybe this is me, maybe it's not. I have a really quick question for you. Have you tried spending time with your partner? Have you? Have you put a date night on the calendar? Have you spent a couple of hours extra with your partner? Has that made a big mover in it? Not a little thing. Not like we felt good for the day that we spent mm -hmm. together. Okay, I want to clarify that because a lot of people get confused because they're like, oh, well, we put that date night on the calendar. And we had sex and it was great. Yep, Clearly, it, that's the solution. Yep, that's it. No. I'm talking about long-term effect, right? Like, have you put some time on the calendar, and in two weeks, you've seen an improvement? A month, you've seen the improvement? Consistently. Consistently, yes. Not just like, hey, it felt good to hang out. Because some people, right? You know, I said that that time can... can, can you know, make things worse. And that's true. But that's when the relationship's at a certain point, right? If you're like above that point, it may be that spending time together isn't making things worse. It's just not making things better, right? So you may get a little like good boosty feeling for the moment when you're doing it, but then it goes back to the same old, same old, and you're back to the same problem. And we see this a lot. We see a lot of folks who are like, you know, we get that one day a week where we have a date night and things feel really good, and then I suffer the rest of the week. The next six days are awful. But we have that one night a week where we have sex and we go out and we have dinner, and I think that that's making it better. So don't just look at the moment. Look at the overall progress of your relationship. Because here's the problem, even when you're in that spot, right? Sure, it's easy to say, okay, well, we're just going to put more time, more time, more time. But let's be honest. None of us are in a position. I'm not. And let's just get this really clear. Like, all of us right now work in the same company, right? Me, you, Amanda. Yep. All of us. It doesn't matter. I am still not going to have more 
awesome, connected, family, lovey-dovey time on the calendar than anything else. That's just not going to happen. We've got kids. We've got a business to run. We've got a household to run. We've got our own separate lives, right? And so the problem is, you know, when you're relying on that high to try and get you past the problems, you can't ever get enough of it. So you're just suffering the rest of the time. And it doesn't matter how much time you throw at it, right? Because those problems don't get better. And those negative interactions overshadow the positive overall. So even if, if you're in that spot where like you do get that little boost, don't fall into the trap. Like Cassie was saying, the thing that you need to evaluate to decide if time really is the problem is really simple. Like, did that fix all the problems? Did getting more time in the calendar fix all the problems? And if the answer is no, that's not the problem. <laughs> I know you had something else you wanted to say on that. I didn't mean to. No, no, no. I mean, that, that's where I was going with it is, you know, if, if there is not any problems after that, cool, move on, right? But if you've been in that place where you've done this over and over again, there is something else. And most likely there is, right? And as I said, it's not the, the, the quantity of time, it's the quality of the time. And if you're lost on what's going on, you're never going to be able to have that quality time. You have to first figure out why our time together isn't great. Whether it's an hour or it's a day or it's a week, why our time isn't great. Anything else you wanted to add to that? No. I don't think so. Folks, just like, like we said, listen, like Kaz said, we're not saying don't spend time together. Absolutely right? spend time together. Any healthy relationship needs time. But spend more time together as a method to fix problems going on in the relationship is awful advice. It doesn't work. It hides the real problems. At best, it gives you a temporary boost that is gradually pulled and overshadowed by the real problems underneath and you still don't know what they are. Right. And, and once things hit a certain point, spending more time together actually causes more harm than good. This is the whole concept behind taking a break. It's our time together sucks so much. I can't be around anymore. This is why people start staying late at work. This is why people start staying out with their friends when they really don't need to is because that time becomes more painful together than apart. And, you know, chances are you've been in a place in your relationship, even if your relationship's good now, you can look at a time in your relationship and see where you've been at that point. I can look at times in my relationship and see where I've been at that point. Right? We've all had them. So don't fall into this trap of spending more time together is the way to fix problems. Like I said, number one, it doesn't make sense. Like, you know better. You can look at people around you and see people who spend little time together and have amazing relationships and people who spend all their time together and have horrible relationships. And let's just be frank. Like, if you're watching this and you've tried it and it isn't working, there's no secret. It just isn't working because that's not the problem. I don't know what else to say. And go ahead. No, and it's not your fault. Like Cass said, this, this is the, the, what you get told every time it, you turn it around, is. It is. even from experts. It is. It is. If you ask an, ask an, an expert, right? <laughs> Most folks will say, just spend time together, right? It's, it's what you read in Cosmo. It's what you see everywhere. And again, good time, quality time with your partner is a necessity, but it actually has to be good quality time. 
And even when it is good quality time, it doesn't fix the problems unless the problem is that you're not spending time together. It's that simple. So with that being said, here's the thing. If you're in a spot where you've been trying to fix your relationship through time and it hasn't been working, as I said, we can't tell you why. We can't tell you what the real problem is. We chat with you. We absolutely can tell you what's actually going on. So if you want to get to the root of that, instead of continuing to just throw time at the problem, go ahead, uh, set up a free call. You can chat with Cassie or I, go to a touchflavor.com forward slash talk. And, uh, we, we can absolutely chat and dive in. I mean, this, this is what we do every day, right? Is figure out what the real problems are that people don't even know are there. Yep. And sometimes there are things that you didn't even realize. So it's totally worth getting on the call and taking a look at what's going on and what is contributing to what's going on in your relationship. Because here's the truth of the matter, and this is common sense, but if you don't actually know what the problems are, you can't fix them. And chances are, if you've been trying to solve a problem by throwing time on it, you aren't actually really clear on what the problems are, right? So like I said, this is what we do all day, every day, is have these conversations. People are happy to help you out. You know, go to a touchflare.com forward slash talk. We'll hop on with you. We'll, we'll dive really deep into what it is that is going on, what the things are under the surface. You know, like Cass said, even most of the time, things you don't realize, right? Um, and, and then what steps you can actually take to fix it. Um, and chances are a tiny piece of it may be spending more time together, but most of it probably isn't. <laughs> okay. It's when you can, and here's the thing that I want you to understand. When you can fix the other problems, that's when you get to have that time together that is amazing. Like when you can fix whatever it is that's below the surface, whether it's the arguing, whether it is the loneliness, whether it is the not getting your needs met, whether it's, you know, just feeling unheard like Cassie said, or, or any, of whatever it is, it doesn't matter. That's when your time together becomes magical. That's when you get to go ahead and like you spend time together. It doesn't matter if it's an hour or three hours, but it's amazing. That's that like turned up to 11 time that you remember from the beginning of your relationship, right? Where the conversations were easy and you couldn't keep your hands off each other and you actually looked forward to spending that time together instead of it being something that you did out of obligation because that's what you're supposed to do to fix things. That's what you get to have when you actually address the problems that are there instead of just throwing time at each other. Does that make sense? So again, if you want to figure out how to do that, touchflavor.com forward slash talk, we're happy to help you hash through it, right? We can't tell you on here. I don't know what's going on right now, but we can help you figure it out, okay? Besides that, all of you, we love you all. You're awesome humans. The world is getting to be a more interesting place again. Well, it's getting to be a more fun kind of interesting place again. So be safe. Anything else you want to throw in? No. no. Just thanks for hopping on with us. And uh, we always look forward to doing these lives for you all. Stay happy. Stay healthy. Have great relationships. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to the Touch of Flavor podcast, where we're building relationships outside of the box. Got a question about kink, power exchange, or open relationships that you've been holding on to for years? This is the place to ask it. Submit your question at atouchofflavor.com slash ask. 
or leave us a voicemail at 833-ASK-TOF-1. Thanks for listening to the Touch of Flavor podcast, where we're building relationships outside of the box. Got a question about kink, power exchange, or open relationships that you've been holding on to for years? This is the place to ask it. Submit your question at atouchofflavor.com slash ask, or leave us a voicemail at 833-ASK-TOF1.